In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Valentine's Day, everyone, and welcome to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper to the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable New England Zone guy. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> also and with me, unfortunately, is uh, the, the blonde bombshell herself, the whatever she is, and Kerrigan. You better be nice to me, buddy. <laughs> Happy it's Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day before Valentine's Eve. Day. I have to get get all my meanness out before Valentine's Day. Yeah, I get, you're doing a good job. My goodness. Really? You're taking a few shots at me on Facebook. I would never do that. Ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. Never, never. It's I Valentine's Day Eve. Eve. Yeah, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. In, in any ways, um, if uh, you wanted to join us today, you certainly can in the uh, TojiNet chat room, right? Also yeah. in the Pararex chat room, and where else, Ann? They can go on Facebook to our Facebook page at Ghost Chronicles-Next Generation and like us. You should go on and love us tonight, man. <laughs> Pretend to like us, anyways. They don't have to pretend. Yeah, well, we're whatever. so incredibly sexy. They'll love us immediately. Uh huh. <laughs> you say so. <laughs> so you know, here, here it is the the pre day before Valentine's, as I like to see it, pre Valentine's, yeah. um, or you know, the day before, or whatever the hell it is. But anyways, um, you've been married for a while, right? Oh God, yes. Come on, seriously. I've been married for a thousand years at least. A thousand years, well. Now, 29 blissfully wedded years. 29 years, huh? Seriously. You're okay. So, I, I'm kind of curious. In May. It, yeah, in May. <laughs> Just like me, in May. I, I'll be, uh, I don't know, 6,000 or something. I don't know. Yeah, you must have been married for at least 600. When's your anniversary in May? May 26th. And mine's the 13th. Oh, uh-huh. lucky 13 days apart, huh? Thirteen. <laughs> yeah, we got married on the long weekend. My brother was furious. <laughs> we ruined his three-day weekend. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, he loved it. But whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah. And your point is? Well, I, I was just curious. I mean, he, he is your, your Valentine, I assume. Of course. And, <laughs> so how did you... 
first, how did you meet this uh, hunk of a man that you married? Oh, my hunk of burning love. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's it. My hunk of, hunk of burning love. <laughs> okay. Um, well, we knew each other. Of course, we both, both grew up in the same little teeny tiny town that we still live in. Yes, we're old townies now. But um, so we were, we're, we're actually, we sang in a folk group together at our church. How scary is that? And um, he was very shy and couldn't ever get the nerve up to ask me out. So we ended up being in a, a play um, in high school and um, we did South Pacific and he was the light guy. He was always the guy backstage. He did the curtains and the lights and the sound and all that stuff. And I had a part in the play. And um, I asked him to drive me to the cast party and the rest was history. Is but I had to make the first history? move. Yeah, I had to make the first move. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And and you know that Jean and I have been married like Saint Jean, as they call her. Yeah, she uh, is. Have been married uh, for so so long, right? Mm-hmm. So yes. Wouldn't you like to find out how she saw me or met me for the first time? Yes, I would. I was just going to ask you that. Well, I'm going to switch over the headset, and you get to talk to her. Ooh. Hi, Laura. Hi, Jan. Oh, Ann, I'm sorry. Don't mind me. We stayed together so long because I have half a brain. <laughs> no, you must have the... Well, you know what? Everybody always tells me I have the patience of a saint to be married this long, so I, I think you must have the same. I don't know if it's patience or endurance or what. <laughs> endurance. Yeah, that's yeah. good. <laughs> Put up with the Ronald. You know, Verna Trump used to call her husband at the time Donald, the Donald, so I call Ronnie the Ronald. The Ronald. <laughs> yes, the Ronald. Like Ivana Trump. <laughs> so you're supposed to. How did you? Uh, how did you all meet? Okay, the first time I met Ronnie, I was. Um, we were both in the same sociology class at Northern Essex, uh -huh. and um, he was just this incredibly tall, thin, thin guy. And there's just something about him that was intriguing. Oh. He just seemed to have this nice kindness about him. And I don't know, because I hadn't really spoken to him or anything. Mm -hmm. And then I tried to gather up my courage to talk to him outside of class and stuff like that. So <laughs> I joined the chess club to get to know him better. Oh. <laughs> he was the president of the chess club. Oh, why am so I I like to think surprised? I checkmated him in the game of love. Oh, dear. Right. So, okay, I guess oh, uh, the oh, Ronald he's going to yank you already? Yes, wow. he's yanking me already. Nice wow. talking. Bye, Jan. Bye-bye. So there you go. Wow, you didn't even let her, like, elaborate or anything. So did she ask you out, or did you ask her out? Oh, oh, she you want to go on beyond that? Well, she said she joined the chess club just to meet you. Well, actually, the you know, the first time that um, I did uh, see her was in sociology, is uh -huh. that I was in class before we started, and she came in, threw her books down, and, uh, uh, and then she left, and, uh, and then these two guys came in and took her books and moved to another chair because they wanted to sit together, <laughs> and so she came in and uh, kind of put them in their place. Good. That was the first time I saw them. All right. You said, that yeah. is my kind of woman. 
Yeah. So anyways, uh, yeah, yeah. So anyways, the uh, I, I did ask her. She was in the chess club, and then I asked her out on Christmas uh, break, and I said uh, Happy Hanukkah, and she thought I was Jewish. So. <laughs> wow. So well, that's my story. That's awesome. And, I, and I'm sticking to it. And you're sticking to it. Okay, Obviously. anyways, we actually have a guest on our show tonight, and, and we've been ch- chatting for quite a bit while without bringing her on, and I meant to bring her on, and she is the lovely witch from Salem, she was on, of course, the Ghost Adventurers, and uh, more importantly, she worked with Christian Jay for a long, long time, and, and that in itself says a lot. So, <laughs> without further ado, let's bring on Kelly Spangler. Hello, everyone. How are hey. you tonight? Hey, Kelly. What up, girl? We got our wine going on. Everybody watch <laughs> out. You better watch out. You better watch out there, Mr. Uh, Hart Pants. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, oh, shorts. I'm sorry. They're shorts, right? Wrong. Really? What? 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 What do you mean, what? <laughs> what do you mean, what? Oh no! I'm just lo- just looking. Uh, I'm just looking at the uh, Paravex thing, and it looks like it's up and running now. I oh, think it's wow. up and running. So there was a problem there. Oh. Really, I think we're okay. Hey, so Paravex. anyways, yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. Lots of wine. That's good. Yada 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 yada. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, we, we have we have uh, dinner for two to give out, and. Yep. All you have to do is call in at uh, whatever the number here is, uh, 877-864-4869. I think it's 877-864-4869. And tell us how you met your uh, significant other for oh. the first time. If you tell you that, you get dinner for two. But I think it should me, be like a paranormal a paranormal meeting. How did you well, let me your... Let me warn you that dinner for two, of course, is at McDonald's, and you can buy, uh, of course, two, <laughs> thing, two things off the board. <laughs> Four ninety nine menu, uh, which will uh, bring you up to uh, yeah ten dollars. So we all, I was going to say we all threw in a buck. <laughs> Either that, or they can go to the dollar menu and just get a big meal. There you Ooh, go. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, you can keep the yeah, change. Yeah, they can get, they like get all kinds of snacks for Clever. Clever. The Never let Very it be said that Ghost Chronicles is not a generous show. <laughs> no, no, no. We're we're willing to to. Uh, uh, mm, dig deep. <laughs> That's right. That's yeah. Right. So whatever. Mm-hmm. Hey. So, do you know what um, tomorrow is? Yep. Yeah. I nope. certainly do. Yes, yeah. I do. Yeah. Tomorrow's and, a big day. It's a big Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, and, and more importantly, in the pagan world, it, it's uh, Saint Shamiunasina. Um. I can't. I beg your pardon. What? Not, if you didn't hear, it's not my fault. Like, which is which is which is a great religious holiday because that is the time when a asteroid is closest to the Earth and the weather is uh, slightly above normal. So, uh, and of course, uh, you know, locusts are in uh, the dorms. So there you go. Um, okay. So mm-hmm. it's all it's all all to do with magic, but we'll, we'll get that in, back to that in a minute. But okay, uh, yeah, all right. Anyways. I think Ron's but, no. making up his own spells here, Kelly. I, 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 think, I think he is. We'll let him go with it. I, I would I would never do. But one thing I, I I do would like to to.
to uh, admit that, you know, you know what, what is the story with these spells? You're a witch. I mean, can you literally, like, put a spell on me and, and make me fall head over heels in love with you? Not that I'm already on, but... Uh, well, that's because that I happen? put a spell on you, baby. Oh, you did, yeah. Of course so, I so, did. So um, are, those, are those spells, like, really good? Yeah. I mean, well, with love spells, you have to be very careful because, yeah. uh, you know, they do work. It's all intent and will and want. And if you, uh, you know, you put your love spell together and you conduct your magic or whatnot, you better be careful how you're speaking, how you're saying it, what you really, really want. As old saying, be careful what you wish for, you just might get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you might want to be very careful when you do love spells because yes, they do work. <laughs> Anything that you put your mind to will work. Mm-hmm. And, and that and that same case goes for any kind of magic that you that you work with. Any magic. So especially with love spells, you know, a lot of people have contacted me for love spells, and I don't like to do them for them because it's all about what they need to do. So I will give them a love spell and have them do it themselves. Oh. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. good. I will not. I will do any other spell you want, but I will not do a love spell for you. That is something that you have to do with your own heart, your own will and intent. Mm-hmm. You know, and like I said, you have to be very careful with it. <laughs> is it irreversible? It, that costs a lot of money to reverse it. <laughs> <laughs> that is a trick. <laughs> costs twice as much to reverse it as it did to put it together. Well, it's it reverse, but uh, you know, it comes with a pretty pretty package of. With a big dollar bill at the end, with many zeros. <laughs> I just said love potion. I just said love potion number nine in the chat room, and Stephen Scott says, "Great, now I've got that song in my head, and it won't go away." <laughs> it's a great song too. And well, that was in my head. Thanks, thanks a lot, John. Oh, hey, I like to share. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I'm watching the chat too, so I can see it. <laughs> <laughs> what what um what do you put into a love spell? I mean, is it specific you're, to the person? You don't want to know that. <laughs> <laughs> well, just in we general. are the ones I pick. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, Ron. Mhm. What? But I'm just wondering if it's is it? Do you make a spell specific to the person? You can, or you can use just the general love spell, but using that person's name and, um, you know, and visioning them or putting a picture of them with the spell. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, I guess that's very deep. So, I mean, I could I could give the audience themselves a nice little love spell to do for themselves. However, mm-hmm. when they use this, they do have to know that it is real mm-hmm. and that it would work. As long as you're believing it, mm-hmm. it's going to happen. Uh-huh. You know, so, yeah. So, would it would it... Happen before? Let's let's say you didn't do a spell. You just believed that it would happen. Could that work just in itself? The power of it thought. Could. The po- it could. The power of thought. The power of will. However, I find it a little bit more um, intense and works faster when you're conducting it within the elements and 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 really putting your all into it instead of just wishing and wanting. You're willing and getting. But there's no so, antecedents. There's no antecedents from like higher powers or anything. It's still from you rather than from exactly. Like, but you're working with the elements and you're working with the universe, the universe itself. Not even so much the spirit as it is the universe that you're pulling and you're and you're working with. And basically, it's already out there for you. You're pulling it closer towards you faster. You know. Um, you know. So it, it, you just. But you do. You know. The, the, I've done a 
I've done them for myself, and, and I came out lucky, and then I came out not so lucky. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't because I got what I wanted, but it wasn't all what I wanted. It, it wasn't what you mean. really wanted. <laughs> right. Like Sean and I, for instance, Ron, Sean and I did a little spell together, and he wanted to do one with me, so we did one. And a week later, I got what I asked for. I wasn't specific enough with the personality traits and all that. So I got exactly what I honed into um, and then found out, you know, months later that, oh, this this isn't really the character I wanted. <laughs> you know, it, it has some characteristics, looks exactly what I wanted, but doesn't have, it wasn't a, a really good thing, put it that way. <laughs> so, but then I did some things where I brought love, but it, you know, and, and it worked out perfectly. But, you know, it, it, it does. It depends on how you speak it, where you say it, you know, how you say it, I, I excuse me, you know, and uh, you have to, the best thing to do is to write it down so that you know you have all your facts here, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and then and then go ahead and, and, and sort of read off that. Okay. Instead of just blasting it out there. You blast it out there, you're going to blast yourself somewhere in the wrong place. <laughs> I'm going to end up with wrong. You know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. So, I mean, it, like in everything that you do, you really have to be specific. I mean, that's, I mean, Maureen, uh, you, know, you know, when she taught me to dowels and she, she really uh, taught me to understand that you have to be extremely specific when you were asking questions and anything else. I mean, I always remember when we were doing a, a, a show with uh, WNDS News and uh, we were in a cemetery and I was looking for this grave with a that had a hole in it and you could, uh, uh, you know, look in and actually see the, the corpse in there. And oh. uh, so Marvin was going to help me find it by dowsing. So she took the dowsing rods out and she said, show me the uh, the hole in the ground, and then she took a step and fell in a hole up to her ankles. <laughs> oh, yeah. she, I mean, up to her knee, exactly up to her knee. <laughs> yeah, she she wasn't specific where she said should have sewed that. And, and a lot of times, even when you use dowsing for spirit communication, the same way is you have to be extremely specific with, with your questions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She, she could have she fallen right straight into a grave, too. Yeah, yeah well. You never know. Yeah, that's actually in the, in uh, our first book, Ghost Chronicles, is, is that that uh, episode. In fact, I we did find the grave, and you could see the skull. And I actually, uh, you know, uh, get down on the ground, and I rubbed the skull with my fingers. And, you would. And then yeah. I. Ah. I took them out, and I smelled them, and yeah. It made the news, so it was just yeah, terrific. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Nice By the way, it sm- smells like chicken. Yeah. Does it smell like corn? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. You're bad. You so. <laughs> but anyway. Really so yeah, I mean, we we need somebody to call in, and, and we want to find out how you found your your love, your significant other, or whatever. And if you do, we'll give it. A, I want to give away this dinner for two because if you, I don't give it away, I'll use it. Yeah, well, you told them it was at McDonald's, so no, no, nobody is going to call. So you could be in any part in the world and go to McDonald's. That's that's the perfect <laughs> gift. You can take your loved one, too, or your significant other, or or the dog, or whatever. Wow. 
Because so I didn't do, like, you know, Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Ew. It's all I'm awful. Yep. People are going, I'm not calling in for that. Mm-mm. Oh, it's like the 99 restaurant, at least. There you oh, go. Oh, wait a minute. But, yeah, but you, also get a, you also get a Valentine's Day card signed by uh, Ian and myself, so there you go. Oh, well. That, that alone is worth the, the price of admission. That's right. That's priceless. That's mm-hmm. priceless. You could put that on eBay and make like a million dollars. All right, dollars. all right, all right. I'll, I'll, I'll even make it better. You know, Sweeten the pot all, there. Come on. For all, for all the real losers out there, I'll give you a, <laughs> I'll give you a, uh, a hot-shaped uh, box of candies as well. Ooh. So you get yeah, a hot-shaped. Yeah, because I can probably pick them up after Valentine's Day by the time this is over and get them cheap. So, I was just, uh, I was so anyways, say if, that. If, you, if you call in at 877-864-4869, 877-864-4869, and tell us how you met your significant other, you can even make it up. We'll never know. And, uh, this is true. And, and, and you'll get dinner for two at um, uh, Le Mickey D. And uh, <laughs> also a lovely box shape. Uh, box a of chocolates box and all, a box, box shaped, shaped box of chocolates <laughs> and and of course a Valentine's Day card signed by the blonde bombshell himself in in um, Van Helsink if he can learn how to write. How about this? Oh, I'll put my lipstick on and put my lip prints right on the card. Will you? There you go. <laughs> That's hot. There well, you, you make, go. What makes you think the card's going to be that big? Uh-huh. I think they just wait a minute, and he has to do it too, though. Yeah, he has to put lipstick on and kiss it as well. Yep, there you go. Excuse me. <laughs> oh yeah, you're gonna have to do this. Ron, this is a family show. You can use. All right, if anybody calls in, if they if they call in 877-864-4869, 877-8, whatever the hell it is, uh, and uh, yeah, we'll definitely definitely uh, do whatever they said. Eight seven seven eight six what? Four four eight six nine. You've been doing a show for how long? You don't four, remember the eight, number. Six nine. I can't remember <laughs> my own you. telephone number. Come on. There it is. Eight there seven seven eight six four four eight six nine. There you go. Thank and, you. Uh, you say it so damn quick. Everybody's out there scratching their heads, going, "What did he say?" Okay, oh, you can get it uh, tattooed on your wrist now. You remember it. All right, fine. Just like you did in high school. Yeah. <laughs> to graduate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Right. Anyways, I know we're running up on the break, and but I, you know, tomorrow is a really special day, and I actually would like to read you guys something. Okay. Is okay. it a love letter? No, not even close. Oh, damn. <laughs> this is uh. No, this is this is from my book, uh, Ghost Today. And uh, this is the Ghost of Day book is 365 Ghost Stories Around the World, each according to a date. And this is the February 14th one, which is St. Valentine's Day. So on Valentine's Day in 1929, a police car pulled up in front of the SMC Carriage Company. The brick building was a garage and warehouse for Bugs Moran bootleg liquor. Inside were six of Moran's mobsters, a mechanic and a dog. Five men, three in police uniforms, exited the police car and entered the building. Thinking it was a raid, the gangsters didn't resist and lined up against the back wall of the building. But instead of being arrested, they were brutally gunned down by machine gun fire. When it was all over, only the dog survived. 
As it turned out, they weren't cops, but rather hitmen hired by the notorious Al Capone. We've all heard of Al Capone, haven't we? Uh-huh. The bloody massacre shook Chicago and ultimately ended Capone and Capone's downfall. I talk so fast, don't I? Mm-hmm. The site of the massacre was haunted by the echoes of machine gun fire and men screaming. That's the site now. The building was evidently eventually tore down and a park was built in its place. There have been reports of phantom gangsters dropping in to adjacent nursing home. <laughs> That's going to be cool. <laughs> and sometimes a dog barks and growls when they are walked in the park. All in all, the strange uneasiness has settled over the area. It seems the victims of the massacre not only haunt the park, but the man who instigated it in the killing, Al Capone as well. The ghost of one of the men, James Clark, Bugs Moran's brother-in-law, began haunting Capone almost immediately after the massacre. In 1931, Capone hired a medium to exorcise the spirit, but that failed. Until his death on January 25th, 1907, Capone could not escape the torment of Clark's ghost. In Capone's death, some feeling of some feel that the uh, spirit of James Clark finally came to rest. Aha. But not, but not oh. the Capone. Isn't that nice? So happy nice. Valentine's That's Day. a lovely, lovely Valentine's story. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I, I love it. It's just perfect, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> well, True love. That's what yeah, it's all about, so, right? Gun people so, down and cold blood. Well, you know what? I mean, there, there's a lot of, you know, if you think about uh, why ghosts haunt, and a lot of people say traumatic experience, I would think that, that love is a very an emotional experience, and I think that would cause, uh, you know, some people to uh, become ghosts to haunt. Of course. Don't you? Of course. How many how many ghost stories have people told us about the the bride would died on the wedding day and walked the beach waiting for her 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 lover to come, right? Yeah, whatever. Over and over and over. We hear this all the time. There's always something. Yeah, what what I hear is the bumps, which means we have to take a break. Okay. So there's the heartbeat, and there's the thing. You are listening to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with the Blonde Bomb here, Shelf, Sure, Shelf, Sure, Shelf. Hello, hello. Uh, Ann Carrigan, and of course, the charming Van Helsink. And our special guest is Salem Witch Kelly Spangler. And we're actually going to talk to Spangler when we get back if we can. So we'll be right back. Welcome to Tokinet Radio with a cutting edge. Feel the need to do some soul-searching or make some changes in your life to create a more positive future? Then Circles of Wisdom is just the place for you. Circles of Wisdom is a metaphysical bookstore and more, located on Route 28 in downtown Andover, Massachusetts. We carry a large selection of books and music, crystals and gemstones, jewelry and gifts, sage, aromatherapy, and so much more. 
all in a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere. We offer classes on a variety of topics like yoga, Reiki, psychic development, alternative healing, and personal transformation. For guidance on this journey we call life, get a reading from one of our many readers at Circles of Wisdom, 90 Main Street in downtown Andover, right next to Bertucci's. Call us at 978-474-8010 or check us out on the web at www.circlesofwisdom.com. Lots to see and do in a feel-good place, an oasis in this hectic world. Welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ron and Anne and our special Valentine's Day edition and our guest, Kelly Spangler. Right. Woohoo. Here we are. <laughs> Have some more wine, Kelly, will you? Yeah, I know. Hey, I had to get her to go out and buy some. No. <laughs> hey, she was the one that made me go out and get the wine. Blame her. It's yeah. my fault. <laughs> All right. So, so I'm Kelly. I'm going to that. Okay. I mean, Kelly, you are you are our witch. You are a medium. You you also do psychic readings, and your website is what, Kelly? KellySpangler.com. Pretty simple to remember. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah it's it just my name. dot com. Uh, all lowercase. You can see so, my name, Kelly Spangler. I'm all over the place. You'll see it. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sure you are. That's what I heard about you. Anyway. <laughs> oh, Uh-oh. oh, I see. Oh, I see how you are. So, anyways, I mean, when you uh, do your readings and stuff, do you have people that that really are looking for something in a reading? In other words, they want a particular outcome. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's what well, I'm asking you. I mean, do oh, you find okay. that? In other words, you left that as like an, an it felt like an unfinished sentence. But however. Well, I was thinking yeah. about finishing, come, but I decided not to. <laughs> well, I hear it, Yeah, so, yeah, they do. They come to me. They, they're looking for an answer. But a lot of times people are looking for answers they may not get. Okay? They may get the yeah. answers then in which I see, which are probably, the, you know, these are the outcomes you're going to get. Um, mm-hmm. They may not like it, but they'll take it anyway, you know. And I, mm-hmm. and if it's something that seems like, you know, well, this might be not such a great outcome, but then I'll turn around and I'll, and I'll help them resolve how they can go about that, you know. So they're not left sitting there going, oh, shit, this was terrible. They're going to learn how to deal with that and how to go about that and maybe even prevent it from happening, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah, <laughs> they do. They, they come to us and they're like, oh, you know. I, I miss so and so. I haven't seen him in ten years. Is he thinking of me? I mean, we get weird stuff like that all the time. It's like, yeah, yeah that's um, what I'm trying to say. Yeah, you know, <laughs> sure he is. <laughs> um, wow. No, no, no. <laughs> you know, now I'm just saying there are some there are some wacky doodles out there, but um, but for the most part, you know, people come to me that are sincere, sincere, and really want like the truth, and I will give it to them. Good or bad, and you know they'll get the outcome in which I'm going to give them. Not the one, you know, it may be one they expect or not. Mm-hmm. You know, but they, you know, what can you do? You, you got to give the truth. That's true. Well, that's. I mean, that's what I would want. I mean, mm-hmm. and if mm-hmm. I'm going to come see you, I want you to tell me. I want you to tell me. Absolutely. Don't lie. Don't sugarcoat. The best thing is to tell the truth. And actually, Anne, you did get a reading from Kelly once. And so, would you would you like to rate Kelly? I mean, would you like to give your Anne Carrigan Blue Book special? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I thought Kelly did a fabulous reading. Honestly, Um, she was right on the money. Um, 
there's a couple things from that reading that um, she said would happen like right around this time of year. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of, I have that tucked away in the back of my mind. Really? <laughs> yeah. One was not really great either. And so yeah. I'm kind of like, mm, well, yeah. Oh. My ear out for that. You were a um, child again? What? Nothing. We'll let that sit right there. A great no. It was a, it, it was right. I thought she was right on the money. She cool. she really and I mean I had really never met Kelly before that day, before mm-hmm. that before Spirit Quest. Right. So um, she did not know she me personally. On, on the air, and that was it. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So yes, go see the girl. She's right on there the money. There you go. Yeah. So there you go. Absolutely. Now I have never had a reading by Kelly, so um, I should. Days, one of these days, I'll, I'll break down and actually get one. <laughs> we have a question Absolutely. from the chat. Oh. A question in from the chat from uh, Stephen in uh, Scotland wants to know: Are there spells to help you cope with a broken heart? Oh, wine. Oh, there are. There, there, there are spells Lots for everything. There are absolutely lots and lots of wine and candy and, you know, um, no, seriously, yes, there is. There, there are ways to cope with a broken heart, to kind of, you know, deal with your feelings. And if he wants to hit me up, um, he can email me at kellyspangler.com and I can help him. Um, if, if this is a serious question as far as if this is something he needs now, um, <laughs> I, I, I can actually help him out on that. He said I, it's not for him. Oh, okay, I just drew a card okay. for him. What do you mean? I know it's for him. <laughs> well, he says it isn't. Well, okay. Let me. Oh, I'm sitting here. I'm gonna draw a card, and we'll see what's going on here. Oh, uh-huh. we're drawing, suddenly we're drawing cards. Uh oh. Right. Watch out. Yeah. So uh, the, the the thing is that the most important thing that I found and found in this card that that whoever this person is um, needs really some uh, some compassion and uh, kindness. Um, they may pull away from uh, or try to, to, to deny or, or don't want it, but uh, if you extend yourself, it will happen. So, uh-huh. you know. Wow, Kelly, did you know we were supposed to bring our cards to this show? Oh, like you well, even I have cards, Gallagher. I have, I have, I have cards. like 85 decks of cards. I can pick one right now. <laughs> well, they have, you know, really, with tremendous broken heart, I mean, a lot of it has to do with you know, meditating on yourself and, you know, sitting in a quiet room with, with, li- with lighted candles and, you know, just focusing on your soul and all your chakras and just kind of like suppressing any negativity out and bringing happiness in. Um, for, as far as like really wanting to feel happy about yourself, every morning look in the mirror and tell yourself how much you love yourself and how much you mean to yourself. It may sound kind of corny. Corny, but oh, Connie, because I'm from Boston. I'm gonna say corny. Um, <laughs> me sound a little corny, but you know, honestly, it's all about self loving yourself um, and and working on your inner spirit to get over any heartache or any kind of mm-hmm. sadness. You know, and, and that in itself is a spell. Yeah, uh, th- this person though really needs some intervention with kindness, and uh, they may not want it, but you have to stand your ground, and definitely in the long run, it'll be good for them. They probably had a run of luck like this probably for very many years, and it's hard to get to that point of loving themselves. So it it doesn't take overnight 
to to have something like that um, just go away. It's something you need to work on daily. Right, and and they gotta. Yeah, I mean, they they might even be, you know, hiding their feelings, but uh, it, it, they have to, you know, really, you know, talk about letting go, and that's that's what they have to do. They have to let their feelings go, and um, it could be a very <laughs> emotional time uh, in this intervention if this is for another person. So, anyways, mm-hmm. there you okay. go. And John wants to know what about a spell for finding love? Now I'm. He wasn't really we did something like that, didn't we? Well, I don't know. I think he means maybe finding, like finding a lost love. Um, I'm not really sure. I, I'm thinking what he's asking is, okay, because earlier he said he was single. Mm-hmm. So a spell for, a quick spell for you to do would be to to take a pink candle and to, you know, put on that candle, inscribe in that candle you know, what you're looking for, you know, so, you know, a, a big tapered candle is perfect for that, where you can inscribe with like a, like a pen and say, you know, I'm looking for this, I'm looking for that. Um, put rose petals around this candle with rose quartz around it as well. Um, when you light the candle, you, you know, you want it to be, I, I would say you want it to be during the full moon because that's the perfect energy um, and the perfect amount of uh, of uh pull for you to have this come and just focus in on the flame and when you focus in on the flame you look into the middle of the flame which is actually the door of the candle and uh, a lot of us use this you know with necromancy because that's the spirit door but it's also when you're working with love or you're looking for a, a partner you look into that door as the door of love and you want to open that door so you want to focus in on that on that dark spot in the candle flame and and focus in which you know that that, that you really would love for a lover to come to you, one that's going to treat you wonderfully and care for you and, and be all that you need. But like I said earlier, be careful what you're wishing for. Um, and, and you want to, you want to focus in and meditate on that candle until you absolutely see nothing around you. Everything went dark and all you see is that hole of the flame. And at that point, you're very tuned into what you really want. And then when you feel the candle has gone down, and you feel that you're ready, you blow out that candle. And you say, you're, you know, uh, whatever you say, I say someone would be because I'm a witch or, or amen or, or whatever, or so, so shall it be, you know, and, 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 and await that to happen, you know. And if you feel you want to do that, um, you know, for seven days, I suggest using a seven-day candle and writing it on a piece of paper and putting it under the candle. And allowing that candle to burn seven days. Huh? Okay. Okay. I, I, I also cool. I also I also have a um, candle spell uh, for love too, to find your true love, and it's called the white candle spell. And this uh, spell you promise uh, to your true love, but um, remember the spell doesn't promise for the love that you will. You know, uh, never mind. I can't even get that across. So anyways, just do it. <laughs> get a, uh, basically, get a simple white tapered candle. Uh-huh. And uh, don't uh, don't select too thin of a one. You need a, a pretty thick one so you can inscribe on it. Uh, prepare a platform and decorate it with you and your lover's favorite things. Get a rose uh, thorn from a white rose bush and inscribe the words, 
all my love come to me three times in the candle. Light and place the candle in the center of the platform. And with uh, full concentration, watch the candle burn and visualize your lover the whole time. And when the candle completely burns out, collect the wax and wrap it together with your love's souvenirs and put it in a safe place. And that will bind your true love to you. Wow. You made that up all by yourself? Hey, hey. I'm being <laughs> Helsing. Remember that. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh, you see that on? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think it came on the tag for his heart underwear. <laughs> there you go. Ah, uh, that was so funny. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they could write a book on yours. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh huh. Okay, yeah. moving right along. Get all hey. that meanness out now, because you better be wife. Nice to St. John. Jan, I can't even talk. I'm catching your disease. <laughs> you better be nice to St. Jan tomorrow. That's all I have to say. Uh-huh. So, anyways, um, remember I was talking about the uh, St. Uh, Valentine's Day Massacre? Yeah. yeah. And remember how I said that they had toured the building down? Mm-hmm. And it's a park yes. now, right? Uh, and actually the ghosts haunt the nursing home, which is next door. So <laughs> that's kind of cool for the old people. That's a stretch, huh? Yeah. Ghosts <laughs> in a nursing home. Imagine uh, that. Yeah. <laughs> God's so, waiting room. Come on. So right. so it, it's a little it's another little tidbit from my book as well, and this is regards to it. In 1967, the uh, brick building where the Saints' Valentine's Day massacre took place was torn down. The bricks of the back wall, that's the one they were put against when they were shot, were purchased by a Canadian businessman, George Pate, while others were reportedly stolen. Rumors say that some of the bricks were eventually sold as memorabilia. These bricks mm. are said to be said to be cursed and bring ill health, financial ruin, and even death to those who purchase them. So there you oh, go. That's sweet what I want. You. It's another sweet thought for you for Valentine's Day. Nice. I want one of them. Yep. Yep. Haunted bricks. Haunted bricks. Haunted bricks. Bricks. <laughs> so, there you go. So, so Kelly, I mean, uh, so, talk about a little bit about uh, witchcraft and I mean it is spells and, and but do you have to be a witch I mean there's so much people are doing spells and I mean I just got a book in the mail and I think you did too uh, steampunk magic so I mean I, I didn't get that book I didn't get that book either I didn't get that book Ron Jr. told me about that book but I didn't get that book Oh, well, you guys aren't special, I guess. Wow. Uh, no, anyways, I mean, so they're into, you know, they, they're taking basically witchcraft. Isn't that witchcraft spells, spells is witchcraft? Is, is, is that well, right? Yeah, and witches cast spells, yes. Yes. So, uh, and, and basically, they're just reinventing witchcraft, right? By putting another name on it. There's, there's like house, house, house spells, and uh, they have steampunk. Spells and yeah, I mean, spells. Yeah, exactly. And they're just taking spells, renaming them. That's all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, anyone can do it. You know, it's just uh, you don't have to be a witch to cast a spell. You certainly know. Got to know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know. And being a well, witch isn't all about casting spells either. It's our everyday lives. We live this every day. We live our lives 
within the elements and within the spirit. And every day we, you know, we do a blessing on our altar. And, you know, it, it's kind of like being in church 24-7. I mean, that, that's what being which is. So there you go. So, you know, most people don't know that. That's why it's important to bring out this this information, yeah. uh, you know. Absolutely. Now, I mean, I was I was able to uh, work with you up at the Hooten Mansion, which uh, you did a ceremony that night. And uh, do you recall that? <laughs> um, the, the ceremony Andrew and I did was called Honoring the Dead. Uh-huh. Yeah, the snow and was. It was really interesting because I I took some infrared photographs yeah. there, and while you, you know were my doing, we know that one. Yeah, we know. I saw your underwear. That's beautiful. Oh, <laughs> holy! Yeah, we did. Yeah. So when you were doing the spell, I actually took some infrared pictures, and and I actually caught uh, a pretty clear face. In the uh, the smoke, if, do you remember that photograph? Yeah, so you, you actually caught many wonderful photographs that night during yeah. the spell thing, Yes, I, uh, I thought that, that was, was awesome. It was, was a pretty uh, pretty cool, and so a lot of people don't. I mean, and even at spectral evidence, uh, Allie uh, gave me a, a spell to use. For, for a, uh, a witch to appear in, uh, a witch to appear, excuse me, a spirit to appear. And um, uh, Leslie took a picture and she got uh, a full, uh, face in the uh, smoke as well while doing the spell. So there's a lot to this. A lot of people, you know, kind of like laugh it off and, and kind of, but the, the, the intention is there and it can really happen if, if you give it the opportunity. You have to have the intent and, the, and you have to believe as well. Um, right. You know, you really have to believe in what you're doing. Um, you know, it, it, it's sort of like if you're if you're praying. You know, you, you believe in your prayer, and and your prayer, you know, uh, it comes to to, to life for you because uh, you put your all and your intent into that prayer. A spell is just that; it's like a prayer. You know, we're 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 putting all our intention into it and all of our thoughts and our emotions, and we're really like working this amazing energy and the same thing with paranormal investigating you know you, you got to put your all and your beliefs into it and you know in you get more out of it than you would if you were just you know a skeptical person just not you know not really paying attention until that really you know and it, it sometimes it surprises you and increased up on you but um you know it, it's all in that hmm. okay I don't know why, but I, I have this hankering to draw some cards for you, Kelly. Uh-oh. For me? Watch yeah. out. Don't draw me the night before Valentine's Day. <laughs> no, go you ahead. Want... Go ahead, Ron. Go ahead. Tell me what you want to tell me, baby. You I really want to know? Do you really want to know? <laughs> yes, I do. Tell me. Come so, on. No, just go, well, go on with our conversation, and, and I will do this. I, it will come to me. Trust me. I know. Okay. Well, me, no, that would be wonderful. That would be great. Actually, uh, it looks like it's coming through right now. Oh, you are. Uh-oh. Am I coming through? You are coming very through, my dear. <laughs> I don't know how to take that one, Mr. Ron. <laughs> yes, this is quite interesting, love. Mm. Oh, he said love. Watch out. This... Copy love. Lover. Watch out. 
this is actually pretty cool, and, and it has nothing to do really with anything uh, in your life. It has to do well, with you. This ha- it has to do with you. What's it telling me? Okay. You you are you can achieve so much more than what oh. you are now. Um, but the only way to achieve that is through yourself. It's it's really kind of corny, but it, it's really. I know. I, you totally, you totally get it. I totally I, get I, it. I see. I I really do. I see you. You know, becoming bigger, and I don't mean that in a physical sense. Because <laughs> I just lost twelve pounds. Stay wrong. But there might be a. There actually might be a, a, a lull, or I'm, I'm not quite seeing. Is that a lull, or is, it, is there? Uh, oh, you may have to take some time off to achieve this. Believe it or not, is it time it off? Time off. Oh, the, it, it's, I'm it's something. Working for a or? <laughs> no, no, it's it's something that you're going to become a lot, lot um, more powerful than you'll ever know. <laughs> oh, that's hot and sexy. Yeah, that's I know. Very <laughs> I'm I'm excited about that, Ron, and you know what? I'm looking forward to that. And I I, I can actually understand what you're saying without actually saying anything more. Um, so Thank yeah, God. yeah, that makes total sense to me. Yeah, I get it. Uh, yeah, there you go. Thank you for that, Mr. Fuller. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> whatever. No, I, I really, I took that seriously, and yeah, yeah, it makes sense. But, hey, Ron, um, uh, don't forget about our cemetery tripping. Oh, we have cemetery tripping? Yeah, unless you want to save it for next week. Uh, let me see if we have it on, on, on cue. Uh, let me ask Anna. Yeah. Carry on. Carry on. Carry on. I think we should pull tomorrow Valentine's Day. Um, I don't have Valentine except for the little cute one that's in my living room right now, my daughter. She's my only love. And I'm I'm looking forward to going out and getting our special stuff. Excellent. Excellent. You're not going to wait till the day after and get everything on discount like Ron. I think that she would be kind of a little bummed out if she came home from school and there was, like, no Valentine for her. <laughs> really? <laughs> like, okay, so I guess I'm not loved. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> my, my kids still look forward to that. I still get them uh, Valentine's candy every year. Yeah, they love it. She said I didn't have to, but I have to. Oh, you have to. God, you can't stop doing it. Come on. Nope. I, I I always get my kids a little something for Valentine's Day, and of course my husband. Of course, got to get him something. Uh, but, is uh, that is that cemetery trip number seventeen? Uh yes, I believe it is. Okay, so we only got a few minutes left, so why don't we go right to another episode of Cemetery Trip by Ann Kerrigan? Okay. Welcome to Cemetery Tripping, where I feature a different cemetery in each episode. If you'd like to see my cemetery photography, please visit my Cemetery Tripping page on Facebook. Today we will visit the Thompson Cemetery in Halifax, Mass. 
This burial ground dates back to 1734 and has many wonderful stones featuring setting suns, which are very popular carvings in this area of New England. However, it is still a mystery as to whom carved them. But tucked in among the sons, death's heads, and Thompson family members, there are two stones standing side by side that read the same quiet word, murdered. I have to admit that this is the first time I had ever run across this kind of epitaph. And as unsettling as it was for me to discover these stones, the story behind them is even more bizarre. The tale goes back to February 1874, when three elderly people were discovered beaten to death at a home on Thompson Street, less than 500 yards from the cemetery that bears the same name. The Sturdivant brothers, Thomas and Simeon, had been bludgeoned to death by a sharp cart spike, along with their housekeeper and maiden cousin, Miss Mary Buckley. The newspaper of the day reported that they were found dead and terribly mangled. The brothers were well-to-do farmers who lived humbly and kept to themselves despite their financial standing. The house had been ransacked, and clearly robbery was the motive, although the police could not understand why so much money had been left behind in an opened safe. It was the most shocking crime to have occurred in the small town of Halifax at that time, and had the local residents living in fear until the police finally arrested the murderer, the very nephew of the Sturdivant brothers, William E. Sturdivant. He had been the prime suspect from the beginning, William was in dire debt at the time and decided that the only way he could get the money he needed was from his rich old uncles, who kept trunks of money in their home. When William suddenly began passing off old coins and paying his debts, the police became suspicious. William was brought to the murder scene and questioned, maintaining his innocence until the shrieks of Mary Buckley's pet parrot began. Murderer, murderer, the parrot shrieked, most likely the last words of Mary Buckley as she was beaten to death. This was too much for William, who confessed on the spot. He was tried and convicted and sentenced to hang for his crimes. Local legend has it that in a bizarre twist, the body of William Sturdivant was secretly buried in the same cemetery as his uncles, Thomas and Simeon, in an unmarked grave. However, the clearly mocked graves of the Sturdivant brothers still stand tall and continue to tell their tale of murder. Aha. And I think I heard pizza from the dead coming at the very end of that. Ah. <laughs> pizza from the dead. Pizza from the dead. So anyways, I mean, that's true. The uh, pizza from the dead. Anyways, uh, I guess we, was that Litton Bug says that we are very brave folks for messing with a witch. Lightning Bug. Lightning I'm not bug. worried, Kelly. I've got my witch's jar buried in the backyard. So, hey, bring it on. You know what I mean? You faithful to me, you guys. I love you guys. Uh, <laughs> Kelly's our favorite witch. We wouldn't ah. mess with her. So, yeah. So, Kelly, uh, you have any, uh, well, I'm not going to ask it to the mind. <laughs> what, do I have any love in my life? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, because I'm even full of Spangler, and she's in my living room. Other than me. Other than me, I'm a fire. You know? What's that? Other than yeah, me well. from, from a fire. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, no, I don't want to talk about love with me. <laughs> okay. But, um, <laughs> 
Maybe next year. <laughs> there you go. All right. I mean, I can draw a card. Let me see what's coming up right here. Uh, let's see, Kelly. What do we got to look forward to? You better draw those cards fast. Yeah, that's that better be the truth. That better be truth. Oh, my God, it goes back to you again. Everything goes back to you. Wow. I don't believe it. Uh-oh. Well, because, you know what, there's a reason for that. We may <laughs> yeah. have to talk after the show. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> no, so, anyways, Kelly, bad. thank you so much for joining the Madness today. I mean, I was just in a silly mood, and Ann is always oh, silly. It's so, so much fun. It's always fun when I'm on the show. I, I love coming mm. on. Yes, and it's mm. awesome. Thanks for coming on. And, and the coolest thing is, of course, I get to keep the ten dollar gift certificate to McDonald's. So. Oh, no, they need to me and Anna to McDonald's and give us kisses on our cheeks. There you go. There you go. I might just send that to you. There you go. I mean, <laughs> and, and of course, you know, they have the, the the new McDonald's fish bites as well, which is uh, oh, you know, ew. Fish bites. Yeah. yeah, and and they uh, they are only a dollar per from till uh, the fourteenth. So, oh, my can you afford a salad for me? Because that's about all I eat. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody well, better have a wonderful Valentine's Day tomorrow. Yep. Yeah. We love you all. Bye. Yep. Good night. God bless. <laughs> Thanks, Kelly. Good, Good night, everybody. Day, Enjoy your day tomorrow. Yep. Yeah, bye bye. From ghoulies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.